Bill O'Reilly here. Thursday, September 17th, 2020, you are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The George Floyd riots, likely the most expensive in American history. Murder rates rising in the USA. Half of New York City's wealthy residents considering leaving the Big Apple. Ratings for the NBA playoffs continue to fall. A new poll finds a majority of young Americans unaware of the Holocaust. Also, coming up, the message of the day. Should 16-year-olds be allowed to vote? But first, nationwide protests following the death of George Floyd are projected to be the most expensive in U.S. history. Insurance estimates place the damage as high as $2 billion in all 50 states. That's 25% higher than the 1992 L.A. riots. At least 20,000 people have been arrested since the unrest began in June. The national homicide rate surging, first half of 2020. Stats released by the FBI show murders nationwide rose by 15%, with some cities spiking more than 25% compared to the same period last year. Incidents of rape actually dropped by 18%, but that's because there are fewer targets because of COVID. People are inside. Researchers from the Manhattan Institute confirm 44% of wealthy New Yorkers could flee the city. The think tank polled 1,000 residents earning more than 100000 a year. Biggest factors for moving out include COVID, anti-police sentiment, and high taxes. Fewer Americans are watching the National Basketball Association. Viewership plunging 32%. This week's face-off between the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors was the least-watched playoff game since 2004. Said President Trump, quote, the NBA has become a political organization. That's not a good thing, unquote. A disturbing survey published by NBC News shows nearly two-thirds of millennials are unaware that six million Jews were murdered in the Holocaust. More than half the millennials believe the death toll was actually far less. There are currently more than 100,000 survivors of the Holocaust residing in the USA. 61% of them live below the poverty line. Now, a great source of information on the Holocaust is my book, Killing the SS. In a moment, 16-year-olds voting? Is that a good thing? Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, allowing kids to vote. The 26th Amendment to the Constitution passed in 1971 prevents states from setting a voting age higher than 18. States, as you may know, oversee votes on Election Day. Right now, 17 states permit 17-year-olds to vote in primaries and caucuses if they will be 18 by Election Day. Those states are Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Maine, Maryland, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Mexico, North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, Virginia, Vermont, and West Virginia. In 2013, the city of Tacoma Park, Maryland, became the first place in the country to lower its voting age to 16 for local elections. Now, the city of San Francisco will vote this November as to legalize 16-year-olds to vote in local elections. And that may pass. Here's why. Progressives want younger Americans to vote because, overwhelmingly, they support progressive causes. Easy. That's why the left wants mail-in voting. It's the same thing. But 16-year-olds are not qualified to vote because most of them don't know anything. Every survey proves that. We just read about the Holocaust, about people under the age of 35 not knowing anything about it. So 16-year-olds, generally speaking, are uninformed. Now, I know your kid's a genius, so is mine. You know, we're the parents, but it is madness to allow 16-year-olds to vote. Let's take a look at the uh, mail-in voting. Now, this is not absentee voting. Absentee voting is when you can't get to the poll. You're traveling or you're not um, physical enough to get there. And that's fine. But mail-in voting is when states like Nevada and New Jersey send out ballots to everybody, whether they're asked for or not. And there, the potential for corruption is massive. And we've seen it time after time after time after time. I did a big investigation on BillOReilly.com on my newscast, The No Spin News, and we documented problems in New Jersey. New Jersey is chaos, yet the governor there and the Democratic legislature is sending mail-in votes to everybody. Nevada, same thing. They passed the Nevada mail-in law in the middle of the night, and it will benefit liberal Democrats because in those precincts, there are many bundlers. I don't know of any Republican states or counties that have that. I'm sure they exist, but overwhelmingly, it's the Democrats who want the mail-in ballots. Now, in my opinion, we should all go to the polls unless we're physically unable. You know, it's not a big thing. I know COVID, space it out, okay? Wear gloves, wear a mask, wear a hazmat suit. You know, if you're patriotic, I look forward to going to the polls. I want to sign my name next to the registration. I want to pull the lever. I mean, that's my duty. So the mail-in stuff, it's going to lead to problems. Mark my words. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. Disagree? I want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new book, bestseller, Killing Crazy Horse. You'll like it. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Millions of students are back in school after being closed out of the classroom since March. The Department of Ed updating the guidelines for parents, teachers, and the kids, requiring social distancing, mandatory temperature checks, even revised busing schedules to slow the spread of COVID. Most places, you have to wear a mask. Each district has its own set of instructions, but all facilities must adhere to restrictions outlined by the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. So the results so far have been mostly positive. However, a handful of schools in New Jersey switched to remote learning after staffers tested positive. On Long Island, where I am right now, two schools had a shutdown because a couple of students uh, got covid The biggest district in the USA, New York City, 20 miles away from me, seeing a few problems, but not many. Students are alternating in the city between remote learning and in-class instruction. A teenager on Long Island was actually expelled from his public school when he showed up on the wrong day, but this kid was crusading. He was uh, anti-COVID restriction crusader, but it was an interesting story. In North Carolina, one county accidentally told 7,000 people they tested positive for COVID when they really didn't. The notifications were sent out by text. The schools were shut down in that county for a few days. What a mess. The biggest challenge are the college campuses, as you may know. Clusters of the contagion have been reported at universities in at least 30 states, prompting some schools to abandon classes entirely. Many colleges now require a mandatory two-week quarantine for all the students living in the dorms. That means you come to campus and you can't go out of the dorm for two weeks um, to see if you are disease-free. Doctors say the biggest factor in contracting COVID are parties. Kids are told to avoid any gathering of more than five people. And here's something else you might not know. While the pandemic appears to be slowing down here, Europe is reinstating some lockdowns, Spain and Italy both bringing back the shutdown as cases reach record highs there, France reporting more than 10,000 new infections a day, the UK making it illegal to gather with more than six people. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.